Greetings and welcome, everyone. It's All You Can Geek Movie Cast, episode 631. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Gass, joined by Mike Sneedy. What's up? Corey Feinstein. Ahoy! And Tony Korkanakis. Yo, yo, yo! Welcome, guys. Yo. Welcome, listeners and viewers to 631 of the MovieCast. If you are just joining us on Twitch, we're streaming live Tuesday night starting um, at 8 o'clock. But we did the GameCast first tonight due to technical difficulties slash parental difficulties. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, uh, but we did the GameCast. Yeah. Um, so, you know, welcome to the episode. If you miss it live on Tuesday nights, we are following, like, we're always up on YouTube, so subscribe to that channel, folks. Um, leave us a comment over there. I know we got some new viewers. So we'd love to hear from you, okay? Uh, but make sure you smash that subscribe button so you know on either channel when we start. Um, so you'll, mm-hmm. get notified. you'll get notified when we post our episodes. Welcome to the MovieCast 631. This is special. This is the, two, this is the TV shows of 2022 for us. So we've done MovieCast. Uh, we've done the movies, best of, worst of, you know, or disappointing, I guess. And we've done games already. This is the final of the 2022s. So we we're closing the year out at this point. Uh, we do have most anticipated episodes coming up soon. Um, we will schedule those soon and let you know. We're, um, I'm not sure if we're doing them next week. We might do them the week after just because we'll you know, maybe cover a couple, like some new stuff happening. Uh, but we'll see. So, uh, but welcome to this TV show episode, folks. If you're just joining us and you haven't watched those previous episodes, let me give you the format and what we've got. So we do, um, this is the best of. We don't watch every show. I don't think anybody does that. But uh, we do watch a lot of shows, um, some of us. Uh, so what we do is we take our top three favorites and uh, not ranking them as best shows of all time on TV. This is our favorite stuff, personal opinions. Personal favorites. Uh, we don't yes. watch nearly Disapp- enough. We do ever. one disappointing and one surprise, okay? Uh, you can have overlap, but we try not to. Sometimes we cheat. So, uh, But I'm going to kick us off. Now, there could be spoilers announced on this uh, uh, sometimes. Uh, we try to kind of restrain from that, but sometimes it happens, and I apologize if it does. But we'll, just, you know, we'll, we'll say the title, and then... You yeah, know, we'll give you a chance to skip forward or whatever, but yeah. No. So I want, like we did on the other episodes, it's always best to start with the worst. So disappointing, disappointing. Um, and I can't. This is I, not a four-way sweep. I'm gonna be shocked. <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, I was gonna go first. I don't think I'm gonna match up with you guys because I did. Oh, I did okay. a surprise. I did a surprise disappointing. Um, because the the show was. I'm disappointed worst. in you, Jim. I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> I guess. I mean, what am I? What am I missing? What? Oh, well, let's hear it. That's what do I, you, what I did. We got? I did. I did Boba Fett. Okay. I guess I make even as a show <laughs> that I expected to be bad. I didn't expect it to be, not even be its own thing. It's basically was a builder for Mandalorian, and I'm like, mm-hmm. that's just like, what was that? I mean, that was just garbage. Um, so I was extremely disappointed, even after not having high expectations for the show. So I felt like it just. For me, that was the one I listed as my most disappointing. What did I forget? Corey, what was yours? Uh, well, mine, I mean, the, for me, like, the Boba Fett, like, that guy's douche anyway. Like, I don't trash. care about him. He's trash. So, like, he had, like, nothing. Always like, was, always will be. Trash. Oh, yeah, another character in this universe that has been built up. Built the other up. thing, the other and, thing, though, is that the first episode was the previous year, uh, but then the rest, most of it was... 2022. They're technically like, a, you know, but whatever. Doesn't I'm, including, I'm including two two things that sort of yeah. bridge the year Overlap. gap because yeah. I need, that gets me to seven things I've watched. Anyway, I mean, like, it's gotta be Kenobi. I mean, 
Oh my god. Yeah, I mean that's true. It is worse. You're right. It, I mean it's not about being. Like, it's just <sighs> that's my opinion. I was like shocked that because for me Boba Fett is. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't have know. high hopes for Boba Fett. I didn't care too much. But Kenobi and you and McGregor coming back. Like, yeah. I was really like expecting way more, and it just under delivered so much that like I didn't even bother watching the rest of the show after a few episodes because. It was just mm. so bad. Like, this character should not... Like, I don't know what they were doing. Even with Boba Fett, like you mentioned. They're turning these characters that should be, like, these heroes for us. And just making them, like, chumps. And, like, what are, what are well, you doing I mean, here? And, and I do get your point. I mean, right. Kenobi looked horrible. Um, and it uh, had a terrible story. And I didn't like any... Really, any the, the acting performance wasn't great. And at least you can say Boba Fett, nobody really phoned it in in that. There just wasn't a good story I mean, to tell. Todd, things you really wanted in that show. Sure, sure. So I, I could totally see that. I, I, you know what, though? I, I know what you're saying. And while I was disappointed in Kenobi, I think, I, for me, I had both expectations were about the same. I didn't expect anything great. Maybe that was from Boba Fett itself knocking mm -hmm. it down for me. But well, I, I wasn't guess expecting I, I was, I mean, this was, I was excited for Kenobi. I thought maybe <laughs> they could do something. Yeah. And um, they'll learn more yeah. about Kenobi and, you know, see where they go. Because he had a pretty interesting appearance. He had a few interesting appearances in Clone Wars and stuff. And, or Rebel. Um, yeah, Clone Wars. I'm trying to think. I'm getting Rebels and Clone Wars stuff here and there. But he does show up in, uh, like, uh, the animated stuff and is really good in that. And it's like, you know, like, you want more from it. It's live action. And they hyped it up. Yeah. I mean, no, they, like they did. Because Obi Wan is, or Kenobi, whatever the fuck it's called, is my most disappointing. I, honestly, I would just say it's my most hated because this is a fucking piece of shit series. If you like this, I'm sorry for you. I really I didn't am. like I'm, it. I'm genuinely sorry for you and your taste. But you could because... make the same statement for Boba Fett. Like, what was good in that? That's fine, but I, I had zero expectations for Boba. Yeah. I had zero expectations for Boba Fett because he's a fucking piece of shit character that has no depth, <laughs> and they hauled his ass out and no. like, look at me, Mandalorian 2.0. Here's, here's the thing, because. My disappointing is Boba Fett. Oh, oh, <laughs> my goodness. oh! <laughs> so, and the thing is, for me, is a podcast. Of I, I, well, I. First of all, I think these shows are almost interchangeable with their sure, sure. disappointment and mediocrity that's, as far as like just bad Star Wars shit. That's but, what I'm saying here uh, now too. Yes. Um, I did Boba Fett mostly because I knew you and McGregor's Obi Wan kind of sucks. I know we have this revisionist history. That, no, you know, fuck off. That fuck he off. was he was great. He's always sucked. He's always been just lame as Obi Wan. So I've I've never liked get out of his here. Obi Wan. I've get never liked his Obi Wan. Get no. out of here. Get out of here with your hot take, Mike. Jesus. It's not a hot take. Well, I mean, that is a hot been take. Saying, he has been saying he doesn't like you and Obi Wan sucks. The best. He doesn't, I don't agree with you, Mike. You're entitled to your opinion. I don't think he was he was terrible. I was not the worst thing in the no, movies. He's not, not the, the best worst. thing. But... And it's the same thing in the show. He's yeah, not might be the, the best worst thing worst thing in this in this. But uh, I just I just I don't expect a prequel era story to be good. So okay. well, I, I mean, there's well, a lot of good prequel that's era about stories. About to change so. here. Um, but, that's about to change. Um, so we'll I've got so, more on my list. For 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 Boba Fett, we talk about how he's built up and there's no substance behind him. Going in, I'm like, all right, they're finally going to give him substance and like the real like sort of mainline ish Star Wars thing. Have Boba Fett do something, make people, make him be the badass that we want him to be. And he comes out and he's just completely impotent. 
he just and he's he's not even a bad guy anymore. He's just he a, sucks. Yeah, he's just nothing good, and it's just this boring. Like I want to be a crime lord, but not do crime. And I'm like, what are you? What are you doing? Like you suck. It, it was it was so. I think that was more disappointing because they had an opportunity to sort of give legitimacy to this I guess, character. I, I mean, I can nice. understand they both yeah. they, in both shows they had opportunities to make these characters can, great. Can I go back to ranting about Owen because I wasn't even near done. <laughs> no, go for it. You go ahead. This is the I don't know why everybody just interrupted me. Was like, oh, no, no. It's like okay, Obi Wan is a fucking piece of shit. Like I cannot believe that series. Like anybody at Disney should be ashamed of them fucking selves for that fucking series. Like, it was garbage from start to finish with, like, maybe one battle scene being okay towards the, the last episode or something like that. But, like, every character in this series is fucking stupid. Like, absolutely <laughs> fucking stupid. I don't even hate, like, small Leia that much. But, God, like, everybody just becomes dumb in this show. And it looks cheap. It looks awful. And I even posted something about Andor, which I'm assuming we'll talk about very shortly. But, like, it is night and day difference between, like, wow, you watch this Andor, and it's like, holy crap, this looks amazing. It looks really good. The world building is is great. You get to see a lot of different varied planets and stuff like that. And you get Kenobi, where it's like, I don't even know. Generic world. Generic yeah. ass world. You know, with a fucking it power looks in terrible. backdrop. Yeah, like, it looks terrible. You know, and then Obi-Wan's just running away from fucking Darth Vader. Darth Vader, you know, sees one flame wall, which he was just shown previously extinguishing fire with his force. And he's just like, I, you know what? I can't get I can't get Obi-Wan. Let him go. It's okay. This this stupid-ass droid just picked him up. I can't do anything about that at all. You know, I can't force force crush this droid. I can't throw my lightsaber. I can't do anything. So I'm just going to let him go. And the characters are just so stupid. You have a Star Destroyer fucking chasing one dinky-ass little rebel ship, and it's like, oh, what are we going to do? Obi-Wan just left in that other vehicle. Okay, we're going to follow him instead. Motherfucker, you have TIE fighters on this piece of shit. Send those after him, or send the TIE fighters after the fucking rebel ship. Why is this hard? Like, why is this... Why are you so stupid in this fucking series? And then the trench coat scene? The trench coat scene? How is this not a Saturday morning cartoon? I just don't understand, like, they can't find this dude, and yet they can find Cassian in, like, two shakes of a guy's dick. Yeah, and, and, then, like, and, and meanwhile, the meanwhile, Obi-Wan is a bumbling fool in this uh, yeah. beginning but of the anyway, show. It's so. just, like, whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's bad. They're, they're, I mean, again, they're, they're kind shows, of interchangeable. I yeah. I mean, I just, because at least Boa Fett had the two episodes about yeah. Mandalorian. Yeah. But that makes it worse. Core in it too. I mean, but that's my argument. It makes it worse. The best episodes of that show were not even about that show. Okay, but there are some redeeming yeah. factors there. At least you could like sure. hang your hat on. I mean, there was no redeeming episode. You know, there was there was no redeeming episodes for Obi Wan. I agree. I agree on that. We I, that I can concur with. Mm-hmm. But, all right. And I just want to throw a special shout out to Halo as well because fuck that. Oh, I, I didn't watch it. I don't know if anyone actually watched any. I know watched I watched one the trailer, so I, I just watched watched That's why it's a shout out because <laughs> didn't watch it. Yeah, I already had that knocked down for me. Um, so I watched one episode of that that was horrible too. But mm-hmm. all right, uh, let's go to surprises though. Um, <clears throat> surprises of 2022, guys. Uh, wow, I. I mean, I, I'm trying. I hope did I, I, did I just misclassify this show? I hope I didn't. Uh, did Wednesday come out last year? I hope it did. Right? 
Yeah. Technically, yes. Yes. I know because I, mean, I finished it. People are still it watching it now. But yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I just realized. It did release in 2022. I got it. Thank you. I, for a second, I'm like, this is on. It was my surprise. We finished it last uh, two weeks ago. We finished it two weeks ago. Uh, I am. So, so I. If you had told me at the big, beginning of last year that this was a show I would have watched all the episodes for, episodes for and enjoyed it and really liked it, uh, there's no chance. No chance. I would have said, I would have said, you're nuts. Um, but that is. It's got a great, um, fun yet mystery like whodunit. Nancy Drew. Yeah. yeah, like, and every time I'm like, you know, for me, I love the mystery, but I usually solve them so quickly. And in this show, it, it keeps making you think you didn't solve it, and it's like unbelievable, like to the point where it's, it makes you try to start second guessing yourself, which is what they want you to do, um, and, and just do it all the way to the end until you like until they show you the actual reveal. Um, but, uh, it was the charm of it. Like I mentioned it on multiple episodes of the podcast. Um, like they did, I mean, surprise, I cannot believe they pulled this off like this. I was like, I had no idea Tim Burton was attached to this at all. Uh, but I'm thankful he was, cause he still got a great vision with this stuff. Uh, as a director, he still pulls it off great. And, um, Christina Ricci was in it. She was fantastic. Uh, you know, even like the, the, the actress that played, Wen- no, the actress that played Wednesday, I mean, incredible work she did a fantastic job like bravo like you know i still find it jarring for morticia morticia and uh gomez but they both did a great job Catherine zeta mm-hmm. jones and um lewis uh what's his name uh Is it guzman 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 mm-hmm. um jarring did not see raul julia there and he's a completely different guy. he's a completely different style guy he's more of a he's really more of a creepy Go- gomez but uh, he he did a great job. I mean, it was well done. Uncle Fester, um, I can't remember that guy's name. He was, uh, I think he was in SNL for a while. Um, huh? Fred Armisen. Yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> I just I couldn't. I was drawing blank. He did a fantastic job as Uncle Fester. I mean, everybody did a great job in the show. It was well done. Looked amazing. Uh, I love the visuals in the show, uh, and they did a great job. Like I just really enjoyed it. So some even I saw some of it secondhand. Ashley binge that. Yeah, oh, like a day. It was great. <laughs> yeah. It was great. So really enjoyed that. All right. Uh, Corey, what was your surprise? Uh, my surprise is uh, Severance. Mm. Severance. Uh, Apple, t- Apple television. Like, it's crazy. Apple, like that's even more surprising. Like, Apple TV has got actual good shows on it. It's like, great. They've been on a run. Yeah. And uh, like what makes it a surprise is one is a great show, obviously. But it's like such a departure from what you think Ben Stiller. He's he's the director. Um, he's he directs most of the episodes, I believe. Yeah, I think maybe two. He, he didn't direct, but he directed most of them. Uh, and Adam Scott, right? That's the guy. Adam he's, Scott. Yep. He you usually see him, and he's usually like a comedian esque kind of jokey guy. And like yep. uh, in this show, it's a little more serious, a little bit more. I mean, there's. Some things that are you know funnier here and there, but not it's not like joke like comedic funny, you know, just like situational things. And but the psychological, like you had mentioned, like it's got that lost feeling almost a little yes. bit. Yep. And um, yeah, it kind of harkens back to that a little bit, just like the mystery of things going on and uh, how things unravel, and the performances are just so good. Like you're, yeah. Like, I mean, I think I'm... that's the key is like performances in these shows that I'm. Um, Going to talk about it, you know in the future here, but the performance yeah. is really a key into making the shows even better when there's some stuff that's not as good going on. But 
yeah, this is the performances and make you believe in what's happening how in, in the story and, and how it's unfolding. You want to see what's going on, what's going to come next and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll be talking about this one a little bit. So, okay, yeah. um, but uh, I did want to mention honorable mention for mine was cyberpunk for surprise. Mm -hmm. So I just, I, maybe we'll talk about that in a little bit, but uh, Tony, what was a surprise for you? Uh, mine was rings of power. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Cool. That was that. Um, yeah. I mean, visually it looked amazing. I gotta say, like, holy. That's hell. the thing is, uh, you know, we talked about it a little bit on the game pass. You missed it, Corey. Um, but talking about obviously Last of Us mm -hmm. and stuff like that, and you know, I made the comment that when you're throwing like a hundred million dollars per episode, you I mean you better, <laughs> you better look fucking incredible. And yeah. Rings of Power absolutely looked. Incredible. I don't know the budget for it. I, I'm pretty sure it's expensive as hell. Um, but it absolutely looks gorgeous. The costume, the set locations, the set pieces, everything like that. And to me, it was a surprise just because I think I, I think we all were skeptical of this when we first heard Amazon was doing this years ago and stuff like that. Totally. And yeah. we all had like no faith because I think this was the first one like I, I I could be wrong here, but my history says, my memory says well, this was the first thing that Amazon like announced like one of the first things Amazon announced to try to get people for like, you know, right. Yeah. Big name. You gotta get the big name. Yeah. We're gonna do a exactly. television show. Big it's big like exactly mm -hmm. like prestige TV kind of thing. And I think we all were doubters, you know, because, you know, Amazon doesn't have, like, the best well, history I mean, with a lot of stuff. I think what happened for this show is because it took so long to come out. We had Game of Thrones fall apart. Um, sort of Truth was another one that came out that was terrible. And The Wheel of Time all came out in the, means, in, in the meanwhile of the, them making this show. Uh, and so, like, for me, that was, like, that knocked my interest down on this, like, crazy. Okay. Um, because they... Basically, Colonial Marines, all those shows to make yeah, this yeah. one. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, going back to the show, I, it was just really good um, seeing this character that we know from the original trilogy and stuff like that, or the books, whatever you want to call it. Um, like seeing, and not just one. I mean, it, it, one of hers is the primary point of view, but you know, you see others, um, and it, they just told a really good story. Gave that that history um, to the series that you know we all love and enjoy, um, and it just felt good like the nostalgia is there and, and i always like to say this uh, in a good way like you see these things you see these plot lines you see some of the characters and you're like wow like this is this is comfort food you know kind of yeah. stuff like that but but they still did their own thing they're doing you know uh, plot lines and it's never like you know wink wink nudge nudge hey remember this thing it's gonna be you know frodo's whatever or something like that yeah and it's like oh my god like i don't care where he got his handkerchief from it doesn't mean anything <laughs> to me like you mm -hmm. know aka like Princess Leia's blaster, hol you know, holster. Like that doesn't mean fucking shit to me. It's fucking accessory. Brought it back in. Good job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Got to brought it back in. But yeah, yeah. Rings of power. Pleasantly right. surprised. Uh, uh, Mike. Um, my surprise is um, what's it? what was the official name? It's a weird name. Um, that Norm Macdonald. Uh, nothing special. Um, <laughs> it's a surprise mostly because it existed. Um, this was. Norm McDonald's posthumous um, last sort of special on Netflix where uh, he's really, there's nothing to it. He's he's literally just talking to the camera in his apartment. Um, probably hold up from quarantine, obviously we know in retrospect he had cancer. Um, and he just did a, you know, a little, it's his last new uh, material, so it was it's this weird sort of, you know, bittersweet experience watching it. It's, it's funny, but also, you know, somber. And he does get into some of his darker, like, you know, things about living wills and stuff like that in there. And then right afterwards they, they put on, um, 
a lot of his peers talk about him after his like 45 minutes on the special. They have Dave Chappelle, Letterman, and Adam Sandler, people like that. Um, Molly Shannon, I think, too, from SNL. So it was an interesting little celebration of him, and uh, obviously he was my favorite comedian, so it was a big surprise, and it was nice to see. Um, an honorable man, that was it. There's not a whole lot to it. It's just one single thing. Uh, I have a few of those one single things because I didn't have a lot of long form TV this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say honorable mention though for surprise is Sonic Prime, which I got in under the wire. Wire. Um, I don't think it's like great or anything. It's definitely for kids, but I watched it and it was a surprise just because it's a Sonic thing that's pretty good. Like a lot of his fiction is kind of cringy in my opinion, but this one is uh this one's pretty good. All right. All right, guys, let's get to our top list. Uh, now, this is our top three. Uh, top of three of 2022. Uh, we start with number three, and now I'll kick us off on this list. Uh, so for me, this was this is the spot that I had the hardest time because I came down to two. Um, and I will, I'm going to list my runner-up, and I feel bad listing Cobra Kai as the runner-up to making my top three list because I love, mm-hmm. love that show. Um, it's fantastic. But... Uh, you know, I ultimately went with this is maybe surprising for some uh, Peacemaker. Um, okay. Because I watched one episode of that. It was, I couldn't stop watching that show. Like, I couldn't stop. Like, I just loved Interesting. I was actually laughing. I, I don't usually, when I'm watching something by myself, yeah, I'll, I'll like smile or something if it's funny, but I was actually laughing at certain points in that show uh, yeah. with, with the Eagle. <laughs> just even like the intro is so memorable. Uh, James Gunn's style is so good um, in this show. It, it, and John Cena, like, I mean, a character that I didn't care for much in Suicide Squad, somehow I really, really, really enjoyed in this show. And it was so good. It was so good. Mm. I cannot wait for a second season for the show. Um, yeah. And it, it was awesome. I, I tried to give it a chance to see if I would be able to binge it in time, but I watched the first episode and it was okay, but. I didn't see it happening for me, like to get through it in time. So no, it, I but it. I mean, the show gets great. I mean, it really does get. I mean, the first episode's a, it's a pilot. It, it is what mm-hmm. it is. It's, um, but as you get into the show, it's it it takes off. Um, but yeah, I just loved. I, I loved everything out. I, I mean, even um, God, his sidekick in this. Uh, God, I can't remember. He's so so. He's hilarious. Um, but it, like, I, I, I it makes me very happy uh, to have James Gunn take over the DC universe um, to see what he can do with his style uh, approach to things. Um, you know, obviously he's running it, so I don't know how much input he's going to have on individual movies, but, you know, Kevin Feige does a good job with it. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see what he can do on, on in the uh, DC universe. And I know there's a lot of flack he's getting for taking over from the uh, the mixed universe here. People are like, want their old heroes back, but move on it's time to embrace the new and and this is a great example of, of what oh, he so, can but do. here you go do you do you keep his suicide squad or not yeah because this this so. is but this is firmly within that universe you have sure. amanda waller yeah. in there and everything yeah no absolutely it's going to be interesting to see how they deal with that so but uh definitely my, my third it was really good um cory what was your number three um well it was so it was gonna. This was either gonna be my surprise, and Severance was gonna be number three, or Severance was gonna be my surprise, and this was my number three, and it's Peacemaker as well. Oh wow! So, <laughs> okay. Yeah, right the piece, I, uh, I I couldn't decide if I wanted them to be. Because I didn't want to have them, you know, again 
double up here. We want to talk about more shows. Fresh, yeah. And yeah, Peacemaker surprised me almost as much as Severance, uh, just based off of it being a DC character, uh, John Cena being not necessarily an actor. Um, but I'd say he's he's doing really well in the acting chops there. And if you can take him out of knowing that he's a wrestler turned actor, I think he does a good job. And I actually, I would say that of like The Rock, Batista, and Cena, I think he has the best acting ability out of all oh. three of them. Wow. Uh, Just based yeah. on the fact I think he can be something other than Cena, whereas The Rock and Batista can only be who they are. Yeah, uh, you're not wrong there. I don't think you're wrong there at all. You're right. I still um, love his delivery in the uh, adjacent here for the conversation, but in Bumblebee, because he plays the one character, he's like, yeah. "Is anybody not concerned? Is anybody else not concerned that they're called Decepticon?" <laughs> it's like, yeah, good point. Good he, yeah, so I mean, uh, his, but yeah, no, Peacemaker, I have to agree with all points you said yeah. there. Um, Vigilante is Vigilante, his that's psychic is. name. Yes, so I had good. to look it up too while you were talking. God, that was that was good. Good. Yeah, what was his name? But yeah, everything about it is great. Uh, the, the dark comedy of it is good, the storyline is interesting. Um, even though they make it like, oh, it's the end of the world scenario, and you're, you're like, what? why are they calling in the Justice League type of thing? Like, you have those questions, and then they're having those questions, so it's like kind of things that you're thinking about they're they're talking about in the show as well and yeah. then just the fact that it is a character from the suicide squad who was a villain who is now trying to be a better person i they use that part they use that um turn in in his in who he was in suicide squad as like a like a lynch or a fulcrum or a turning point or cornerstone whatever it is for the show's premise of who he is now and where he wants to go as a, as a person and as a hero air quotes um yeah so yeah it's good and then all side characters are really good in it too so and, all, yeah, and it being like show mature hard r type of show they can definitely do a lot more yep with definitely. the uh the you know gratuitous uh, everything yeah the mature yeah. mature nature of the character not necessarily yes. just you know gratuitous or anything but just there's a lot of nature. blood like in guts explosions uh shotgun stuff yeah but they they did a lot with that so yeah great uh tony Number three. Could have been my surprise as well. But this actually cracked the list. Um, don't like the slow roll you, but against everything I just said about uh, Obi-Wan and or proved me wrong. Like, totally. There you go. There it is. Totally. It was just like, so down on Star Wars. I was like, nah, fuck this. <laughs> fuck everything. Like, I'm not just anything until Mandalorian came out. And against everything I thought, like, you know, listen to Jim's suggestion and other people online, just every breaking about it. I, like, okay. I did a little bit. I was yes. like, okay, yeah, maybe a little bit, but it's okay. Like, it got me to watch it, which is important. And it was really good. Um, I think we're talking about later, so I'll save, you know. Mm-hmm. Later, later, but yes. Uh, so there's some moments, never more than 12. Mm-hmm. Love that part. Yeah. Um, all right, Mike, what was your number three? No, you're my you're muted. Oh, you're, oh, there you go. Try it again. Mm-hmm. You weren't muted. There's a lag. All right. Uh, my yeah. number three is a different James Gunn thing. It's uh, <laughs> another special, the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Oh, nice. Mm. That was um, good. It's really good. I watched it twice. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was a nice sort of compact, like 45 minutes sort yeah. of mini, mini movie. Um, and just something different and worthwhile to watch 
during Christmas time, which is always good. It's probably one of the few things I actually watched this year, heading up towards it. I wouldn't really do that yeah. whole thing with everything. Uh, so, yeah, and it's just more of those characters, and you get a little bit of, uh, you know, a little fun time with uh, Kevin Bacon. So I, I enjoyed it, mm-hmm. and uh, it was just it's just a tight, yep. tightly made, yep. like, you know, funny little thing that, uh, you know, that's what he does with those characters, so it's pretty good. So yeah, I enjoyed it, and, my, yeah, yeah, that's it. This is what I got in my honorable mention if we go gave us out, because I, I did yeah. enjoy it a lot. Yeah, that was very, very fun. Like I said, I watched it twice, so I, I completely understand that. So, cool. All right, number two for me. Corey's mentioned it already once before, maybe twice before now. Um, Severance was number two for me. Uh, not solidifying what my number one is at that point at all. But uh, Severance, it, it, it could have gone back and forth with these, my final two. Like, I just, um, I'll explain why Andor is my number one. But Severance uh, was... Spoiler alert. Is, yeah, well, I mean, I, I've already teased it on here multiple times. Uh, Severance was so good. Uh, and, and again, mm-hmm. like, it was, I don't know if I call it a surprise because I, I heard it was so good from people. And I'm like, okay, I got I to gotta check this out. But it, it met my, it met those recommendations. Like, that was right. what's cool about it. Like, I'm like, wow, this was, it's like incredible. That whole, like, again, you mentioned it before, Corey, with like that lost vibe where I'm like, what is going on? That, that's that, that, mm-hmm. I love having that in that kind of a show. It's just like, like it's so crazy of of what the fuck is happening. It's just like this is great to have. Like I'm like I, I haven't had a show like this since Lost. It, uh, I really hope uh, the coming seasons um, hold on. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. It's like yeah. well, we know where Lost went, so that's the that's yeah. the other thing. So. Uh, but Adam Scott, the whole cast, John Turturro. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's why I, mean, I was. Yeah. I was gonna, John Turturro is so good. Incredible, like yeah. incredible. He's always good, but like here is particularly. Yeah, yeah, uh, yes, he's always very good. Um, and like I said, though Adam Scott, not his normal chops of, of a of a drama thriller kind of role. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's just I, I recommended it again last weekend. I was watching the football game, oh, and, nice. and and Nick was over here, and he's talking about HBO Max. I'm like, you know, you, it's Apple uh, Apple Plus has some incredible stuff. You have to check it out. Uh, Ted Lasso uh, and and you know and and Severance is incredible. Two different kinds of shows, but um, mm. Apple's got them both, and they're both amazing. And I strongly recommend watching both of those, um, like must watches for people who have Apple Plus. Um, I, I think mm. both both must watches. Um, Severance was so good. Uh, I just can't wait for the next season. I, I don't even know when it's coming. Um, yeah. But because uh, there's so many questions, and that's mm-hmm. that's the that's the the fear. That's the thing is they <laughs> they leave you wanting more. So that's also the fear, though, because you're like, yeah. can can they answer them? Can they appease the questions? Can they appease the questions? Getting more, just a matter. Yeah, if, if they're gonna from lost, live up to the expectation, never, yeah, live up to what you want. Those yeah, questions. Yeah. Um, so, but we'll but see. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna cool. be cool. Yeah, but yeah it's one right. of those things where I like, I didn't know anything about it. Like, yeah, going same here, same here. So I. I told I told you that you're the one that recommended it. Yes, to me. So yes. you, I think uh, you'd like this, Jim. Yeah. So <laughs> and you're the only other person I know who had Apple Television at the time. I think. Yes. Yeah. So, all right, Corey, what was your number two? Oh, my number two is I don't know if it, I'm assuming someone's going to say this one, but it's Stranger Things four. And yep. uh, this is my season, or this is my number two as well. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So uh, Stranger Things, uh, it it brought it back. I mean, it gave. Gave us back what we wanted from this show. Like I was like, oh, it's getting old. Kind of like, all right, this is we we've, we've doing this before, and I don't necessarily care as much anymore. 
but we it brought it back where we had a, a villain who was scary, who is is um, intimidating and had real like danger. There was real danger to the characters that we know. And you've you know you've felt like oh these characters they may not make it. They, some of these characters may not make it, uh, and, and I don't know if I like this. And so it had that threat now where. Before, just like, oh, everybody's fine. Yeah. We'll be yeah, good. I got you. Go, whatever. I got that vibe, uh, yeah. And I, this, I binged this show. Like, it's the first, first uh, part, I was like done in uh, a weekend. Not like yeah. a week. I think one day, I think I was like, the whole Saturday into Sunday. <laughs> I was like, I'm getting all through this. And then the second one came out. I was like, yeah, I mean, it's what, two hour, two and a half hour movie, whatever it was. It's like, yeah, let's get this done as soon as possible. And it lived up to everything that I was hoping it would be, then brought it back. And, had great action. The only things I'd say, um, I wish they weren't as disjointed some of the storylines, but I liked that they we went in diff- different places. We were in different locations and not just the same spot all the time. So, yeah, um, yeah just, uh, and hey, then some of these characters had some really great moments in it, and I'll let some, I'll let you two talk, let's talk as well, Tony, because it's number two as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm pretty... I share a lot of the your same views. I mean, you know, Stranger Things, the first season was awesome. I mean, surprise of the year, I think, mm-hmm. probably for all of us that, you know, first year. I know when Jim recommended it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Stranger Things too. I mean, it was it was okay. You know, it was more mm-hmm. of the same, maybe too much so. Um, mm-hmm. And three, even though I like three better than season two, it did feel kind of like almost a little stale. Where it's like, is this, you know, has it run its course? Are we just milking this now because it's successful? Uh, but I'm glad... We were proven wrong, you know, with that doubt or that, you know, um, negative feeling there because season four was fantastic. I mean, the whole thing, <laughs> part one or two. I mean, even if part one, even if it was just part one that released this year, I would have been like, yeah, it's still here, number, number two. We're back. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, because, yeah, the overarching plot, like, we're, we're finally getting to, like, you know, getting the answers, uh, getting, you know, the origin uh, the true origins of you know like eleven mm-hmm. something like that yeah yeah um, it's coming together everything's culminating to you know to a head here and you know like where's that like uh, this season was the, like the the season that really made us feel like oh yeah like any of these characters actually are very vulnerable and bad things could happen to them at any point and w- one of them it does and one of them I would actually dare say is like the like TV moment of the year. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, just by if we're going by like social media presence, <laughs> that even like launched a particular song to like you know yeah. heights, unprecedented heights, you know, yeah. out of the running, balloons, up, running up that hill, running up that hill. Um, <laughs> you know, just I, I think it's like even the new character. Uh, yeah, you know, like even that was yeah. Munson was his name. Eddie Munson was it? Yep. Uh, I mean, his yeah, performance new... was fantastic, and he was like all over like the yeah. socials and stuff. With yeah, absolutely, you know the thing him. with the you know the, the horns. <laughs> I mean, like people loved him, and uh, the chemistry he had with um, the the cheerleader character, I forget your name, but like they were like, yeah, we kind of regret killing them off. Now it's like we had, you know, hindsight, maybe we wouldn't have killed them off. Well, you know, assholes and stuff like that. So whatever. But uh, I mean, one of the oh, sorry, I didn't work. I don't want to. Yeah, no, no, one of the best scenes in this entire show. My favorite moments was. The basketball game and the D and D match, and how yeah, they, that was your edited that those. Was that was like such a great, yeah, great moment. It like, was, yeah, it was fantastic. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely agree. Cool. So yeah, I was just so happy, and I can't wait for season five. Whenever we do get it, yeah, no, yeah. and the way it ends too is just quite ominous too, because like, oh, like you're gonna end things on a nice. We beat, we won, like, but you, you 
didn't though. So it's like, what's happening now? Yeah. All right. Uh, Mike, you're number two. My number two is not necessarily one of the better quality shows, but it's one of my favorites. And that's the first half only of Titans season four. What? What do you mean first half? It the first or half one. came out <laughs> in 2022. Uh, during 2022. The second half hasn't come out yet. Um, oh, but, gotcha. <laughs> but, um, no, uh, I think it's about, so can we put it, can we put it like a little asterisk here? So if, if the second half tanks yes. it, you could just, we'll, we'll move it out. Okay. Sure. I mean, this sure. first half of TV for you though, is the best, you know, second best thing you watch in 2022. Still, oh, yeah. that's not, well, I can't take that oh, away. Yeah, from I got, you can't take it away. You're right. Yeah. No, it could, it could um, diminish it by making a bad second half. Is what I'm saying, yeah, probably. So. Um, <laughs> it's just, I, the show is, uh, it's always. This is one of the um, shows in the DC, not DC universe, where I sort of appreciate the, that it's not all connected because you have a very alternative take on a lot of things. Um, for example, Lex Luthor is like 67 in this. Um, mm. He's he's old. Like Batman, you see, is like mid, mid late 50s as well. He's about he's nearly 60 too. Um, and uh, you have the Titans as people who are, you know, in their 20s, maybe. There's actually the adult Titans who are like 20 to 30, maybe. Like mm-hmm. Dick and uh, Starfire and, um, and Barbara was involved last year, not this year. But then uh, there's like the actual teen Titans who you have like Raven and uh, Beast Boy. And, and, and they're, they're probably like 18 or whatever anyway. But this one, it, it's as this is probably the last season of this. It goes full circle. Um, we have stuff tied in from the uh, the first season to this season. Um, actually, kind of similar themes to Midnight Suns. There's some destiny with some some evil mothers and stuff. But um, so it's good to see it kind of go back, and we get a li- a bit more uh, character growth for uh, Connor Kent. That's the um, the cloned yeah. offspring of both Superboy. Superman and Lex Luthor. Uh, yeah, you Superboy. About Young Justice? <laughs> no. Sure. Is, is, sure? They, this, they've mixed it. It's a Definitely. lot of the same characters, yes. It's like, it's like, I, it feels like deja vu. But, no, we're not in Mars forever talking mm. without lip sync in Young Justice. Or whatever. No. no. Um, so, so <laughs> no, it's just fun to see. It, it was a good combination. And yeah, I'm glad that if this was the only version of these characters that I'd get, I'd be mad about how, you know, deviated they are from what you would expect. But since mm-hmm. it's not, I kind of like seeing it. I like this alternative take. Just It's almost like a future sort of take on them. So hopefully they, they stick the landing here because it is, again, tying in stuff from the first season. But I really just enjoy the show's mix of action and, you know, those characters. So it was good. Nice. All right, guys, we've come to the point where we're at number ones for us for the se- for the year of 2022. Uh, obviously, mine was spoiled earlier because I just said it. Uh, mm. Andor is number one for me. Um, I'm really glad to hear, Tony, you, you finished that show um, and stuck with it. Uh, because it's tough to describe, like, how good that second half of that show is. Like, it, I, it's... <laughs> I didn't want to spoil it, like to overhype it. So I didn't want to say like, you, you know, you got to just watch these episodes. But um, I, right after, I'll call it the heist to keep it vague for people that want to watch it still. Yeah. Right after the heist, that show for me just was 
a nonstop. I had to watch it. Um, and and I thought I thought that I got the finale. Uh, like when it yeah, was, I remember you talked about it. I was like, Oh, it stuck the landing. It was fantastic. You know, it, I'm like, and then, uh, I was like, wait, that's not the finale. There's two more episodes. Holy crap. So, um, <laughs> now I just, there's some amazing characters in this show. It, this, this is like the star Wars that we all need. Uh, and it's amazing to say that about a prequel show. Uh, I do wish that they would do stuff like this for the more future universe here of star Wars. Like, the the blueprint is there. Like this is a great style. This is new universes, new new planets to see, new characters. Uh, there are uh, no Jedi. I'll spoil that for people. Uh, you know, it, it does keep it. And I like my Jedi. I do. But I want content that's based not on Jedi. Like I want that aspect of things. That's like it's a huge universe. You know, and so I'd love to have that aspect of things. Not to say that won't change in the next season, but I really did like that about this season um, so much. Uh, and it you know it's crazy is it it makes you like appreciate the character more for Rogue One. Like I felt like Rogue One, people love that movie. And I'm like, I just never sat, never sit, you know, sat with me. Right. I just never remembered the characters. I couldn't remember their names. Like, you know what I mean? Like it just, nothing was right about that movie for me. And, um, except for the visuals of it or like the last sequence, you know what I mean? Where this makes me like understand the world and what, what they had to build to get us to a new hope. And like Rogue One's enhanced from that, and you also get to see like the true empires to why people are why they really hate the Empire. Like you get that in this, um, you know. And it's it's so I just I don't know. I just really really love this um, this show. And it's like I said, Severance was fantastic. But as a Star Wars fan, as I mentioned on this epi- on this podcast, you guys know me at this point. I, yeah, it had to be number one. That's it. I just and like Tony said earlier, visually this was incredible like it looked great I, I just how did how did kenobi look as bad as it did when this show launched in the same year and it was just, like, just miserable. it's so it's so night and day like i would understand if it maybe was like one or two episodes but like it wasn't it was yeah the whole thing like, the whole was the thing. Whole thing. like i would yeah. i would say you could compare any one episode of andor and it looks better than the entirety of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, yeah, that's even, how, like, even the that's terrible decided. flashbacks that they did, they yeah. still look better than, yes. So, but uh, yeah, I lo- absolutely love this show. Would strongly recommend it for anybody, um, especially if you're, you're like, if you're kind of like, we're a Star Wars fan and you're, and you're kind of tired of the universe, especially after the last movie that came out. Um, Our me, disappointments too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Rise of Skywalker for me really, knocked my star wars fandom down massively i mean i was collecting figures i was like i was into it with uh the force awakens and i just got my the wind knocked out of me with my love of star wars and to have andor come back in and get me hyped for mandalorian again and and stuff like that i just like it's so great to it's good timing for it it really was not Mm. the mandalorian wasn't great before it just it really brings more love into the universe for me which is awesome so all right Corey, what was your number one hold on let me talk about You, I'm sorry, you threatened my heart. I Whoa. apologize. Hold yes. your horses, buddy. Hold your horses. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, no. Uh, so, Andor, you know, I agree with what you say. And really, um, it's just incredible because, like, you know, when I talked about what I want from Star Wars, you know, this is absolutely up there with, with something that is different, right? Because there aren't any Jedi. Yeah. Um, there aren't any characters that are uber badass, you know, taking on squadrons like Mandalorian, like Mando, you know, stuff like that. Uh, this is really just the heart of the 
rebel alliance these are, these are or the founding. Guys. These, are just like, these are just some guys and girls that are just yeah yeah they're not great at fighting but they're they're scrapping scrapping by and you get these characters and and you know you see their point of views and you absolutely get their their character motivations you might not agree with them but you yeah. you understand where they come from and i appreciate mm-hmm. that whenever even if i despise a character because of what they do or what they believe as long as i can believe that is how that character would act in that moment. That is how that character would behave or, you know, whatever. Yeah. I think that's a sign of a great character. Um, yeah. And this, the series have that in spades. Um, even characters that only appear for like one or two episodes, um, you know, shout out to God, what's his name from the um, prison. Uh, Andy circus. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. He did a fantastic job. I mean, like, that I hope be, he went something the- for that. That may be the best role I've seen him do. Like, that might be the best role I've seen him play. Uh, And he's played some incredible roles. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Um, But yeah, just coming from, you know, like, grassroots, like, hey, just whatever, this is a story. It it starts off so meandering where, like, just, like... Yeah, I know. One thing, just one little slip up, and then it's, like, like, just snowballs into the, like, yeah, you're caught in some shit now, bud. Like, that sucks, but that's life, you know, kind of stuff. Yeah. And what, the other thing I, I appreciated was what you said, Jim, was that th- you get to see why the Empire is evil, right? Mm-hmm. Not just, oh, yeah, the Empire blew up a planet, you know, whatever, in, <laughs> in A New Hope. It's the Empire just slowly crushing and squeezing people for everything that they have yeah, and oppressing them. And, and the, the one character even says, like, you know, they just want you to become accustomed to this so that, you know, they can do worse stuff without the bat of an eye and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it, it's just fantastic. I would say it's almost hurt by the fact that, like, we saw Rogue One already. Yeah. Whereas, like, if, you know, things could have happened, yeah. where if this had come out like a year, like either the year of or the year before Rogue One, like, this would have been, this would have elevated, I think. Because, oh, like, absolutely. Don't know any yeah. things that are happening, but like, just the consequences of what things are. It's just how it is. But um, yeah, yeah, it made a believer out of me. I will happily eat crow about that one and stuff like that. And yeah, I would just stuck with it. I was glad you stuck with it. That was great. Yeah. Corey. Oh, well, Tony hasn't mentioned it yet, so I'm assuming it's gonna we're gonna be on the same wavelength here. But my number one is Cyberpunk. Yeah. Yep, there you go. Yeah. I'm glad I mentioned it as my surprise. I mean, not my surprise, my runner-up surprise, but yeah, go on, guys. Yeah. No, I was like, I watched it, and I was like, this is, like, Netflix, first of all, Netflix is on a roll with their animation, because my number one last year was also an animated video game adaptation right. <laughs> with Arcane, and uh, and this is, a, you know, a video game adaptation, you know, different art style, obviously. Mm-hmm. I think Arcane is probably the best-looking animation I've ever seen. Here, it's a much more traditional art style, we got, um, which I, with a well-known uh, anime studio and Trigger doing the art, and they adapt the cyberpunk universe, you know, beautifully here. And this is a separate story than the game. It is different characters set in the same universe, though, and uh, you get an insight into some of the things going on. There is a cameo from a character that's in that universe that's a lot that people will know from the game and stuff. But overall, it's just a a really great story about a kid who. And his struggles uh, to survive in this city that just keeps beating you down, essentially. And it's the character moments for me that do it. It's like the you have like this camaraderie between this these these characters that builds, and then the fallout of that when things don't go well. 
and the fact that there is like kind of a ticking clock on a lot of these characters that they they know of and they yeah. can't really do much about. I found, that, I found that crazy, like not knowing anything about the universe, the world, really. I just like I was like, wow, this is like they know this is happening. It's just and they deal. They just it's just like part of life. It's mm-hmm. so crazy. Yeah. And just like in the in the way that the ultra powerful, you know, control and manipulate the underprivileged and and things like that. You just see the class system and how drastic difference there is there uh, but yeah and you just see this kid you know trying to be as optimistic and live his life to the to the best and just be the best person and friend and uh you know boyfriend or whatever to the people around him and he just can't can't ever live up to it really uh to what he wants to be like i think the people around him feel like he's living up but he can't he can't live with it uh, mm-hmm. being li- living up to it and so just all that and then the emotions at the end are just, it just hits you. Like you, you, you go through yeah. all these moments with these characters and you feel for them. And then it just like, you know, you feel like, oh man, like some of the, the, the way these characters' stories go, how they leave off, it just, you know, hits you. It's in the feels. Yeah. So definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, what can I say? Um, when did this kind of like just, with the bare minimal expectations that, okay, this is a studio trigger. I like their anime before, yep. so I'll at least watch for the animation and stuff like that. Uh, I did not go into it expecting to be just like, completely blown away from, like, just everything. And I really mean that. Like, everything. The characters, like, Corey alluded, like, they're great. I mean, even the characters, the side characters that you only see, you know, a couple times. I mean, they're memorable. They're likable or hateable. I mean... Don't we all like to hate a good, like, you know, uh, either villain character or just, you know, an annoying, you know, douchebag, you know, because you have those in, in video games and stuff like that. And, like, the way... I, I haven't even played Cyberpunk 27, but, like, yeah. the way they brought, you know, uh, what is it, Night Night City or... Uh... Yeah, 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 it's pretty yeah. sure it's Night City. Uh, to life, it's just awesome um, just seeing all this stuff. And, I mean, they even went out of their way to, like, really include locations from the game that people would recognize um you know and music from the game and music from the game i mean you know i know we just talked about stranger things season four but i mean i would say actually for me personally i think the songs in this uh were a bit more heartfelt touching to me just personally because like Mm -hmm. the pairing of what you're seeing and the emotions you're feeling that the song induces entices entices, yeah yeah uh to the point where like you know i have it on my like youtube playlist and it like comes Mm -hmm. up and i'm just like Oh, okay. Like shit, we're doing this. All right, yeah. Like, um, let me let me get sad for a couple minutes here, uh, stuff like that. But uh, just absolutely incredible show. Um, glad it you know got the recognition um, it deserved. Mm-hmm. Another win, you know, for Netflix and expanding their anime uh, collaborations and stuff like that. So you trigger, you know, probably more on the map even after last year having done Star Wars uh, Visions. Yeah, Visions. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that. So excited for the future of that studio and you know. Uh, Props to CD Projekt Red for you know maybe turning around <laughs> the the franchise because honestly mm. boosted their game uh, you know got the highest player count surpassed even Witcher 3's concurrent player count so it really gave that game and franchise a a huge second win uh, mm-hmm. even better than the launch so and it helps that's playable more playable now yeah and, and yeah. it does and it, it makes me want to play this game i'm just holding mm-hmm. out on the uh the dlc because i think yeah i get the all in like yeah. you get all the quality of life you know the bug fixes the glitches plus the dlc that because i don't know i just personally it's hard for me to go back to a game you know 
when it's like a mm -hmm. small yeah. sliver of DLC because I'm just yep. like, eh, like whatever. Like if I could all play it at once, yeah. then you know, great yep. for me. So, yeah. And that's why Fallout Three for me was so incredible because I had everything. Yeah, you had everything. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I have to say, if you watched it in the original Japanese, it's great. Yeah, or the, the American, stuff, yeah. the English voice yep. acting was fantastic. Yeah, like, I watched I, it in English. I actually liked it better when I watched that time because with Japanese. I'm not listening to the inflections as much. I don't understand the inflections and, and the, the cadence and as much and as and the accents in it. Mm. But with the English I can get the accents and I can understand like the characters yeah. feel more unique. Uh and I don't, so it's yeah, it's I mean obviously I uh, I, I don't know the show in detail. Are any of the characters meant to be Japanese? Because I think they're supposed to be all you know, speaking English in like a redone Los Angeles, basically, which is what Night City is. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if they're specifically. I mean, there there was a, a Japanese inspired faction. Yeah, <laughs> but, I know um, that. But but other yeah. than that, no, I don't think they're necessarily. Yeah, so. Now, this is one of the few that, if you watch even English dub, I mean, you're getting the full experience. Yeah, yeah like, mm -hmm. I loved it. Yeah. You know, it's not like a <laughs> like an old anime where like the the. Like the lip sync is just terrible. Like mm -hmm. they, they got like, the cheapest voice actors they could. They don't. Yep. You know, you're you're not going to get like some wrong accent out of nowhere, right? You know? yeah. 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 No, it was great, and you got you got big names too, like G Gio. Uh, what's his name? Giancarlo Esposito. 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 Big names. What's his name? Yeah. Well, you know, it's the guy. It's like people that you don't necessarily see. It's like you know. Big, bigger names. They're not voice actors. They're not known yes. voice actors being a voice actor. So Yeah. All right. Uh, mm -hmm. Mike, you're number one. My number one we talked about a bit already. That's Stranger Things Season 4. Mm -hmm. yes. um, yeah. Uh, like we said, this definitely was a surprising comeback for me. Um, I actually liked the previous seasons in descending order. I thought I go one, two, three. I thought three by three, I was just kind of over it. I didn't really even, I wasn't even that excited about this going forward. Cause I'm just like, ah, oh, these kids are old. They've played this out. They did the same thing. They had their, you know, pet <laughs> Russian die in the previous season. They're, you were supposed to care. And I'm like, ugh. But then, you know, they just, they, they, again, they went back to the beginning and they sort of fleshed it out. And yeah, this was a darker season. They had the, the, the kid, the child actors are older where to the point where it's not, as disturbing to put them in real harm's way as it might have been uh, before, because in the in the earlier seasons you're like none of the kids are gonna get hurt for real, and but now you're like okay they're old enough where they they could die, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, some of the characters that were underserved in the previous seasons are the focus on this. You get a lot more with Lucas. You get a lot more obviously with Max, even though she she was a bit in season three. But again, I didn't really like what they did with her in season three but um it, it's just yeah you get <laughs> you just bring it back and then it's you know just a full cinematic sort of experience over the course of a lot more than a movie time basically um yeah absolutely yeah i mean that's that's the idea of what that is i mean that's why they yeah. um that's why the white whites that's why it's impressive like yeah. it, it, even like the finale was like two hours two and a half hours long you're yeah. just like but it, it was it was a great the whole thing was such a great saga so um and that's what and you have to call it. It. that season was yeah. a saga so but so yeah it yeah. brought me back to it i really was kind of down on it but yeah it was just well there's very little i could 
other than maybe the the basketball team people being a little broadly written, I I yeah. can't really compare. I really don't mind pretty much anything else that happened. And everything seemed pretty good to me. So uh, yeah, I'm very curious about how it ends now. Uh, I'm back on board. They did it. Yeah. So cool. mission accomplished. Season four. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right, guys. Uh, and that is our top movies. Or TV movies, TV shows. Those are top TV yeah. shows of 2022, uh, and our worst, our worst, are disappointing and surprising. So I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, this content. Um, it's always a lot of fun to go over this stuff. Uh, you know, like I said, this year is going to be amazing. We got anticipated episodes coming out, most anticipated stuff for this coming year for movies, TV shows, games. So stay tuned for all of that great stuff. Um, we also have some bonus rounds coming up soon. Once again, we're live streaming on Twitch Tuesday night starting at eight o'clock. So please join us. Uh, when you can, and if you can't catch us alive, we are on YouTube the following day and forever. Those episodes stay there forever. So subscribe to both channels. So you get notified as soon as we either go live or when those episodes become available. Uh, and that's going to do it for, for us guys. Uh, we appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed this stuff. Uh, we are out.